Let us help you reach your peak in retirement. It's time for Retirement Elevated with Sean Lee. Hey, everybody. Welcome into the podcast. Thanks for hanging out with Sean and myself as we talk investing, finance, retirement here on Retirement Elevated. And we're going to discuss retirement expenses this go-round. There's a lot of things we can anticipate in retirement, but often we forget about some of these things. So we're going to dive into a couple of those and let Sean break them down for us. What's going on, buddy? How are you? I'm good, man. It's it's hot here. It, like super hot. Super hot. Yeah. We were just talking about that before we got started with the podcast. Toasty. Right. Oh my <laughs> gosh, man. It's uh, You don't even want to go outside. We were looking at going to St. George and it's 114 down there. And thought, oh, well, Wow. That's, it, uh, that's warm. That's a, that's a mite warm. It's brutal. Yeah, a little bit, a little bit. Well, hopefully, uh, you know, it'll be a good, um, you know, it won't be too hot of a summer. It won't be the, you know, a trend of things to stay. Hopefully, it's just a, a spell here or there. So uh, I know a lot of places in the country are pretty hot right now. But hey, you know, when you're talking about expenses, travel is one of those. So we'll get to that in a second. Of course, you might not want to travel when it's 115 degrees. But let's go through a couple of places, as I mentioned, Sean, where people sometimes don't factor some of this stuff in. And you kind of hear it and you go, well, why aren't you? But Or why aren't we? But we tend to not do it. So let's start with medical expenses, because I think we factor in some of these things but not enough, or we don't anticipate just how bad it could get or, or, you know, the amounts that it could get to. So talk to me about a couple of bullet points there. Yeah. I mean, so when you look at at medical expenses, there's the, let's call it the pre 65 and then post 65 ages, right? So if you Mm -hmm. retire early and you're younger than 65, well, you're responsible for your, your healthcare. You've got to go out to the open market or to the exchange and buy health insurance. And depending on your income levels, will determine if you get subsidies or if you've just got to pay out of pocket. If you're paying out of pocket, I mean, you're looking at eight hundred to twelve hundred bucks a month, depending on the plan. And so that's just a nat- added monthly expense that now maybe your employer was covering a lot of it or some of it, right? But you have to take on on that entire burden. So that you know, we're looking at pre sixty five there, but post sixty five, Medicare steps in, and, and you've got your you know your A, which is free for a lot of people. You've got Medicare Part B, which there is a monthly cost and it's based on your income. And then if you buy a supplement, you know, and, and the nice thing about Medicare is that you know across the board what those premiums are going to be. It's it's very direct. It's very straightforward. Premiums are are set, and, and so you you can really budget for that. Uh, with a with confidence, knowing that this is what B is going to cost, this is what the supplements are going to cost, and it, it's pretty straightforward. But some of the other expenses, I mean, from a medical standpoint, are that people don't plan for are are maybe some vision or dental, and you, know, you got to go yeah, out and it's not and, in there, and have you know, maybe you got to get some crowns or your teeth fixed, and you forgot to get dental insurance or, or whatever, and yeah, and so when you've got to have dental work done, that that's an out of pocket expense. So you you probably want to at least think about that a little bit. Yeah, they help with cataract surgery because that's a surgery, I guess, because my mom had that. Um, but they, you know, a lot of times, yeah, eye care is not covered, but they do help with if it's a surgical type of thing. So, mm-hmm. uh, but it's only a portion, right? So you right. got to, and it was really weird. We went in to do her cataract and they were like, I swear they was like a, it was like a cell phone store. They were like, well, we offer three kinds of lenses, you know, and, and, and Medicare covers a portion of each one. We have the entry level, the mid tier and the upper tier. I was like, what is this? Like, is this top one made with gorilla glass or like what's right. going on? Right. It was wild. It was like $3,000 an eye that didn't get covered by you know, wow. uh, for the top one, right? And then the, the bottom ones and so on and so forth. So yeah, it's definitely stuff to ponder because they can be out-of-pocket expenses there that you didn't take into account. 
I mentioned travel, Sean. So we, we think about the fact that we're getting back out, the world's opening back up, we want to travel. Great. But what about maybe some unexpected travel? So let's kind of take the, the whole you know initial, let's just go back out and have fun because we missed travel due to the pandemic. But let's just say we're doing our normal planning for our normal holidays or whatever the case is. But what are some unexpected travel that can maybe throw a monkey in the wrench when it comes to retirement plans? Well, I mean, there's, there's a lot of them. And hopefully these are they're good. They're good issues, not not bad issues. Probably a you little know, bit of both, I'd imagine. But. Yeah, I mean, there's you know that, and I'll use myself as an example. A couple of years ago, before COVID hit, I got uh, I, I say one, but it was an auction. I just paid more than the other person, mm-hmm. and uh, we had my wife and I got tickets for the Green Monster on our anniversary at Fenway Park. And and for me, that's a that's a bucket list type item. That's once in a lifetime trip that I could go on. Uh, hopefully okay. we get that back mm-hmm. at this point. You know, I still, I still have the, the voucher or whatever, and we're in talks with the Red Sox to see if I can get those tickets back. But that's a, you know, you get that opportunity. You know, you, you want to have some money that, that you can, s- Hey, let's do it right now. Let's go. Yeah. Let's Can't go on pass that. it up. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I'm not going to go on a cruise anytime soon. So, uh, you know, those are the types of trips that are that are appealing. Or maybe you just want to, hey, spur the moment. Let's go. My buddy just got back from Pinehurst. He golfed nine rounds in five days. That's not, that's a lot of rounds for me, but like that that'd be a really cool like trip. And and, and so yeah. getting those once in a lifetime type deals that are kind of spur the moment. Uh, you want to have some cash for that. On the opposite side of that, you know, where a lot of people have family in different parts of the country, and unfortunately, we all die at some point. And maybe it's that unexpected, you know, there's a, a sickness or, you know, a death or, you know, a disability. Yeah. And you got to head out to the funeral or something or, yeah. Yeah. You, you've got to buy plane tickets the day of and, and they're more expensive. Especially or, for, our, you know, our listening audience, right? I mean, retirees, I mean, you know, definitely start to, to get to that age, you start losing more of your friends and loved ones, right? And you mm-hmm. want to try to get there and pay respects and it can add up. Oh, I mean, yeah, totally. I mean, you look at, you know, when my, my grandmother passed away, this was two years ago. I not only had to fly there within a day, but then I got stuck there because Delta had a massive terminal shutdown and I was in route to come home. So mm-hmm. then I had to prolong my trip in, I don't even remember where I was, for an extra two days until I could get a flight out. Right. I think so I actually drove funds. back to Boston Oh wow! Yeah. to get on a different airline and fly home yeah. is, is how bad it was. but. Yeah, so that gives you some, you know, you might wind up staying uh, longer than you needed to. That's going to kind of eat into it. And is that part of the emergency, you know, bucket, Sean, that we're pulling from for these kinds of things, these unexpected travels? Um, is that that extra piece, that, is that why we have that? Yes. You know, there's there. it's always good to have that cushion because that's that unexpected expense, you know, whether right. it's 50000 or 70000 or whatever, um, you know, 10000 But you want whatever is comfortable, you want to be able to get to that, get to that cash fairly quickly. Right, so you're not calling up your advisor saying, "Hey, I need to access my 401 or I need to do right. something like that," right? If you can, if we can help it. And if you feel comfortable, "Hey, I, I always have to have 50 grand in my savings." Mm-hmm. And you have to use some of that money. Well, you can replenish it later, but you know, from your one of your investment accounts, but uh, maintain some level of uh, of liquidity to so you can do some of those things that are like spur of the moment or you can cover costs. Uh, that's that's why it's there. It's not earning anything. It's not a great interest to earner, but it's there to allow you the flexibility to take care of things that are 
are required. Gotcha. Okay. Parental or child assistance. This may be expected, but it also could be unexpected. And we're seeing, I just talked to somebody not too long ago, Sean, who was in his early 70s, and he's still taking care of his mother, who's in her 90s, and helping out his one of his children who are in their 30s. Mm-hmm. You know, And uh, the mother, I think, was expected expense, but I don't think the child was. Right. And, I mean, today's day and age, you're seeing kids moving back home. My mom and I chuckle about this. There's not a chance in, you know, whatever that I would ever move back home to live with her. And that's, and she's in agreement with that. And I'm in agreement with that. And, but that happens. I mean, there's scenarios where, you know, kids need help financially, whether it was, Hey, we lost a job. We just need a a month or two to get, to get by. Mm -hmm. Um, It's not necessarily moving in, but it's, Hey, you know, can you help? Can you help me out? Uh, We just went through a scenario where we had to actually send one of our uh, send some money out from a retirement account for a client because their their little granddaughter got her foot in a, in a, a boat prop and Aww. she's got to have some surgeries and she's not going to lose the limb or anything but she's got to she's got to have some surgeries and, and and thankfully they were able to help right away and, and so those unexpected expenses you you want to have some money that you can just grab and and help out any way that you can and not throw you know again not kind of totally derail the retirement planning, you know, that you have in place right. and make some, you know, make some little moves here or there if need be. And of course that's why working with an advisor comes in handy so that you've got that fallback position to say, Hey, I need help here. What's the best strategy? Yada, yada. And then of course also finally it's taxes and it's like, yeah, okay. Again, is taxes an unexpected expense, but the way people go about it, sometimes it can be because are we prepared for this, this tax train? I mean, it's picking up steam. Your advisor should help you with that, right? And your right. CPA. And that should be well thought out. And I'm a big believer in that we plan for policy, not for the politics side of it. Because what ends up coming out the other end of policy usually isn't what's you know talked about from a political standpoint. And, and so, yeah, I mean, if, if your tax rates go from, you know, highest marginal to from 24 up to 30, that's a big deal. So you'll need to adjust incomes, you need to adjust withholdings. Especially if you're not making any more, right? Your, your income's the same and all of a sudden you're six in a 6% higher tax bracket. Yeah. I mean, you got to change your lifestyle a little bit yeah, and or, or find a job that's going to pay you a little bit higher. But so, I, I mean, when you start to look at, at, at tax planning, tax planning should be a, kind of a methodical thing that you go through each and every year with your advisor and CPA. And that's something that you, you should be prepared for if, if tax rates change. Now, personally, I'm not super afraid of, of tax rates going up. Uh, I don't know that you know a lot of things that have been talked about are just kind of hearsay right now. There, there are some scary things, but at the end of the day, if tax rates change, we just adjust with it. And if you're pulling incomes out of your retirement accounts, uh, we may have to adjust your retirement accounts and maybe adjust how income is generated or, you know, but what, from a tax perspective, we want to plan for that on a pretty consistent basis to make sure that there's not a huge like ticking tax time bomb. Yeah. I mean, it's some pretty scary stuff to your point out there indeed. Um, you know, and things have to get passed and so on and so forth. And there's still some, some hills to climb, but, uh, I mean, the reality is, is at some point, whether it's, you know, this year, next year, whatever year is, we're going to be seeing some stuff, you know, so it's just a matter of what what it is and, and the level it is. And so why not go ahead and try to anticipate as much as we can, which we would do a lot of times with other, other many of the other components in, in retirement planning so that we don't have to just 
you know get broadsided so right yeah so i mean right. unexpected expenses retirement expenses they you know they come from everywhere you know retirement's so much more complicated folks than we we initially think it is and once you start working with someone you kind of like wow I did not think there was as much stuff to it, but there definitely can be. So reach out and have a conversation with a professional before you take any action. Don't forget to subscribe to our podcast uh, to hear new content, new episodes as they come out. Check out past episodes. Uh, you can find all the information you need at the podcast page, which is retirementelevatedpodcast.com. That's retirementelevatedpodcast.com. You can find the way to subscribe to us on whatever platform. You can reach out to the team. Uh, you can have schedule some time with them, get your questions answered, all that stuff you can find. So, Sean, I'm going to let you go this week. Thanks so much. Stay cool out there and uh, and have yourself a good uh, couple of weeks. And the next time we'll talk, we'll, uh, we'll have to talk about what happened for 4th of July. Sounds good. All right. We'll catch you next time here on Retirement Elevated with Sean Lee from Elevated Retirement Group. We'll see you next time. Investment advisory services offered through Elevated Capital Advisors, LLC, and SEC Registered Investment Advisor.